Stephen Kruertes on SAFM. Well, you heard Rob Byrne mention just uh, 10 minutes ago now all of the problems with traffic lights uh, in Joburg. And I'm sure it's not just Joburg. I'm sure it's in other parts of the country, many other parts of the country as well. It seemed to me coming back to Joburg after the Christmas break that wherever I went, even when there was no load shedding, so many lights were out. Sipon Hlapov is the acting head of Department for Mobility and, Stra- and Freight at the Joburg Roads Agency. Sipo, good morning. I understand you can talk about traffic lights but not potholes, so I appreciate the time. Good morning. Good morning, Stephen Crotters, and compliments to your listeners too. And to you. Um, why are there so many traffic lights out in Joburg at the moment? Uh, Stephen, I think one of the biggest challenges, obviously, uh, it's, on, it's, it's not only load shedding that affects power. Sometimes there's a big or problems with theft and vandalism of our cables. And then that will create a big problem in terms of power supply to the traffic lights. Generally, some of the power that is out is due to the fact that there could be ESCOM or city power fixing some of those lines around there. But one of the biggest challenges really is it's, it's, it's theft and vandalism of our cables that supply our traffic light. Um, so, so then, um, do you find, have there been more attacks on your traffic lights, more vandalism over the Christmas period while people weren't watching? Yeah, we, we usually see that during festive uh, period, because the, the city is a bit quiet, uh, uh, police are busy checking any other areas for, for, for crimes. We tend to find that this happens quite, quite, quite often. Our, um, we have a backlog now, as, as I'm talking to you, in terms of theft and vandalism, about 200 uh, signalized intersections. That is 10% of our total population of traffic lights. But the problem is not only theft and vandalism. Also, during festive season, people get a bit happier, and then they start driving on our traffic lights. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you see, you'll see a lot of them, actually, cars mm. having bumped on them and then damaged them. So we tend to find those combination of challenges during that period. And then that actually then uh, creates the problem that we're experiencing at the moment. So 10% of the traffic lights that you control are out at the moment? Yes, about 200, yeah, out of 2,220. Sure. How many are normally out? I mean, do you have a sort of average figure? I imagine an organization as good as yours um, does. Obviously, we will go back and, and, and replace now. We will go back and fix those that we can fix. Mm. But we tend to work with about 5% to 6%. But during this period, it will, it will spike up and then we'll start again. Mm. The challenge is that uh, the city does not really have some of the money that we wish mm. that we can have to go, to go back as fast and then resolve. And this is the challenge of going forward. Because now the money that was budgeted to do more, uh, to progress the city, we have to take the same amount of money mm. to go back and sort out what was a criminal element, where people are stealing, where people are driving on top of our traffic lights. And then that creates a challenge in terms of our speed to resolve as fast as possible. Look, it will take about a month or two months, and then we'll come back to, to the level of about 5%, 6%, uh, 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 managing the, the challenges that we have. It's a huge amount of money that you that, that, that you basically have to spend to fix the behavior of people it, who are it, irresponsible it, it, or it, criminals. It, yeah, I can tell you uh, easily, this financial year up to date, we've already have to go back and use about uh, 5.7 million rents of the money of the things that we shouldn't have gone back to fix. Things that is, it's not a service delivery failure. That's the money that we have to take back and then sort out something that we had already sorted out before. And then over the past three years, we've seen ourselves spending about 30 million rents doing exactly that. That's not how we want to operate as a city. Uh, we wish people can leave the traffic lights alone so that they can do what they are supposed to be doing uh, so that the city can function and so that we can spend much of this money in progressing and advancing the city going forward. 
Um, and Sipo, uh, if I remember correctly, and you'll you know correct my memory if I've got this wrong. I know some yes. of the traffic lights at the big intersections are actually run by the Gauteng province, and and sometimes those are out, and you get blamed for it. I know this has been going on for years. Is that yeah, still a my, problem? These are, my, <laughs> these are my colleagues. I wouldn't have wanted to put it that way. Yes. Across the city, there's about 250 traffic lights that belongs to the provincial government. Mostly your Henrik Potriter, Sierra Swart, Malibongwe, Winnie Mandela, Towards, uh, Mohali City, all those that have provincial roads on them, they belong to province. And then every time, yes, there's a problem, obviously, because uh, from the user perspective, you don't want to know whether it's province, mm. whether it's national, whether it's JRA. You want to see a traffic light that is working. So, yes, we tend to find a situation whereby some of most of these traffic lights that don't belong to us, we then, then get blamed for, for not fixing. And then we have to tell the, the, the user, mm. it's not us, actually, it's province. It's mm. not nice in that mm. way. But yes, that's a challenge. And we're working in terms of the relationship with our colleagues at province, trying to find a working solution around that problem. I've never understood why it is that they control some traffic lights in Joburg and you control other traffic lights in Joburg. I mean, it would just make sense for you to control all of them. I know that some roads and it gets very messy, but it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's, uh, you, that's why you probably realize this. this situation happened about three years ago. We used to manage all the traffic lights in Johannesburg, including the provincial one. We had an SLA that we had signed with them. Mm. We also managed 37 intersections that belong to National Road that are all in Johannesburg because it makes it easier in terms of management of the traffic light system. However, about three years ago, there was a challenge in terms of the agreement that we have, the payments that were not uh, coming forward, and then it was becoming heavy on the city to be able to ma- keep on maintaining the provincial provincial road intersections when actually there's money is owing. So you, that's why you are beginning to realize that challenge now in the past three years. But prior to that, we used to manage all the traffic mm-hmm. intersections uh, across Johannesburg. And Sipo, I know this may be sort of above your pay grade, you know, it might have to be a yeah. political decision. <laughs> I'm getting but worried already. I, yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to propose this again on air and let me abuse the platform. At a time yes. when we have so many problems with, um, with traffic lights and so many young people who need jobs, is it not time for the Joburg Roads Agency and others to train people to manage the intersections? So instead of traffic lights, which are always going to be vulnerable to vandalism, we appoint a team of people. You're in charge of that traffic light. You have a morning shift. You have an evening shift. We give them a bit of money. Um, you can probably even formalize some of the contributions motorists would want to make. All of those things. And let's have humans do it. And humans, if, they know, if they're trained properly, will manage an intersection far better than a traffic light. <laughs> yes, thanks, thanks Stephen. Uh, yeah, that's really above my pay grade. However, that does not stop us. We're considering uh, other options that we can, we can deal with, with some of these challenges. O- obviously, for example, during load shedding, you'll see uh, people on the street uh, trying to control traffic. That mm-hmm. is more on now on the, on the JMPD side, not really JRA side. From our point of view, it's more of traffic management in terms of how we make those sure that the city is connected, connectivity through the city creates an easy way to pass. But we are also, I know our acting CEO was talking around saying, let's look at the younger guys coming out of university and see where we can actually plug them in some of these activities. So I'm not making a big promise today to say it's something we're doing, but the discussions actually live within the organization on how we can start looking at these opportunities and possibilities, Stephen. I'm good to hear. I'm glad to hear it. Tipon Tlapo, I know it's not easy, so thank you for talking to us. The acting head of Department for Mobility and at the Joburg Roads Agency.